Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. And you might sense a bit more energy about me today. <laughs> it's because the championship is back on. <laughs> oh, dearie me. It, it feels like a long time. Now, I'm not necessarily celebrating Max Verstappen's mechanical issue. However, I feel like for the greater good of this championship, and also by the fact that as a Ferrari fan, it wasn't something going wrong for us in a session that you can't help but feel a little bit excited going into tomorrow, can you, Tommy? You need to make the most of it because it it's is not quite, happening it's ever again. Rare. Yeah, but <laughs> to be fair, um, great for the race. It's made it a lot more exciting, even as a Max fan. I'm sure a lot of people would be expecting me to be crying and in pain. And I do apologize um, if you were hoping to see me in Matt style pain, but realistically, it's only one, one thing at the moment. If it keeps happening, we'll see. But, um, it's, realistically, it's you as a Max and Red Bull fan know that you've got a car that is potentially six tenths plus a lap <laughs> faster than everyone else. So oh, yeah. I can understand how you're like, it's fine. Even Max, right, in the post-race, uh, post-quality interview, sounded incredibly calm for a man that was starting 15th and had just come out the car after a broken drive shaft. So that's ominous in itself because <laughs> we've already seen... Clear. Yeah, we've seen Bahrain and the fact that they were told to slow down and stuff. Anyway, we'll get on to a bit more of that shortly. Before we dive into any more, let's talk about the five-star review that another one of you has sent in. Remember, if you want yours to be read out, please do submit a five-star review and let us know why you enjoy this podcast. It helps us a massive amount, so thank you so much. This one comes in from MPC76 from Australia. I found you. Woohoo. So great to have Matt and Tommy back talking all things F1, the serious and silly. They certainly know their stuff and bring an enjoyment to the conversations sadly missing on other shows. Keep up the banter. Yeah, well, we know our stuff, but then also the latest podcast we did was Why Was Ferrari So Washed? And, you know, Charles Leclerc's an absolute worldie. So maybe sometimes we don't. But um, thankfully, anti-jinx kicked in and Ferrari did well. We'll be doing a Ferrari... Matt will be making sure we do a Ferrari slander podcast before every race now yep this is it it's just like my um my biggest uh, flop usually is like a handing out of the curse so you best believe i know who i'm giving the biggest <laughs> flop to to australia uh, let's get to a question just holgate what do you reckon max's final time would have been if he went 28 7 in q1 so Perez did a 28-2 for pole. I reckon, genuinely being reasonably conservative, that a 27-8 was on the cards for Max, if not quicker. But he didn't necessarily need to go any quicker than that. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Tommy? Yeah, Perez, when he set that time in Q3, we, we were very hyped for a potential battle for pole. And then he set that time on his first run. It was like, oh, okay, we're not getting a battle for pole. But then he messed up his final run 
or aborted it. I uh, didn't actually see the reason for that. But yeah, aborted his final run, wasn't improving. So you've got to think that if we'd have had a very fast final run for Max, I think he definitely would have been in the in the 27s, which is a very scary prospect. It certainly is. Uh, we put a poll out actually only 40 minutes ago and over 5,000 of you have voted uh, about does Max still win tomorrow? And 65% of you have said, yes, he will, which is an absolutely ridiculous amount of people that believe that Max <laughs> will win from 15th on the grid when his teammate in the same car is on pole position. Now, I am not of the opinion, if we don't get a crazy race with you know crazy amount of safety cars that jostle up the field and change the, the complexion of the race, that I don't think he'll beat Perez personally. If we have zero safety cars, I am not of the opinion that he beats Perez. He will have to rely potentially on starting on the hard tires, looking to go long in the race, and then hoping for a, a perfectly timed safety car. Maybe that's the way to go tomorrow. Um, but it's still going to be fascinating nonetheless. And if he does win from 15th, then just give him the title now because it would be one of, if not his best drive drives. Yeah. I mean, he's done it before at Spa, but Spa's a bit more of an open circuit. I guess Saudi has the long straights to pass, but one thing that could be quite, quite an interesting thing to throw into the mix is that he's got, which we'll go into later, Charles Leclerc, who's going to be starting down in 12th. So not an easy car to pass, if you like. So that's kind of, not that far in front of him. So that, that could however, potentially hinder his progress. But However, have you seen how fast they are in a straight line? Yes, that is also true. Um, <laughs> so, so maybe he does breeze past, but it could be fascinating. I'm going to throw some spice into the mix. Ooh. What do you think would happen if Max Verstappen does fly through the field, gets on the back of Perez? Now, we've seen it before where Sergio has been asked to move over, but that was when there was a big fight and they knew that they had to get maximum points against say like ferrari now they've got no competition what do they do so you see these tommy they're called for audio (laughs) listeners elbows perez is not going to let him through there's no No. hope in hell he'll be he'll have brazil ringing in his ears it's so it's too early in the championship perez and he can absolutely stake his claim to that as well like he genuinely has all the right in the world to defend first position. And I can't wait to see it because I think it only, it only needs one incident between those two. And I think it genuinely could be like a nuclear bomb going off. Genu- I think that relationship, as much as it's all, you know, PR fine, you know, or it's all cleared up. That sort of stuff doesn't just get, you know, yeah. swept under the carpet and that's it. So I would be fascinated to see if Verstappen does rock up to the back of Perez because it could be an interesting battle to watch. But I do not think in any world Perez lets him through. I don't think he'll let him through, no. Whether he gets told... It's going to be fascinating because Perez can defend like crazy. We've seen what, you know, him battling with former teammates like Ocon, you know, even Jensen Burton in the McLaren days. He can be very aggressive when he wants to be. And now he knows he's got... A championship winning car and, and a car that is potentially you know so far well is so far clear of the field he's going to want to win the races and dare i say i wonder how much uh, i'm going to throw another i'm going i'm throwing a lot of spice into the mix oh, i love the spice today tommy i do so max verstappen obviously i'm pretty pretty calm at the moment and so he's pretty calm uh about his retirement because he's got a very quick car underneath him 
if it's the case this season where the Red Bull are so far clear and essentially Sergio Perez doesn't really have to do a lot and he can always pick up second places and if Max has problems, wins. If Max keeps having failures, could Perez do a bit of a Nico Rosberg and uh, pinch, pinch the title? Good Lord. It's not even been the second race and Tommy's entertaining the thoughts of <laughs> Perez winning the title. Look, come I know on, we need, to, uh, we need to get some spice into the mix of this as season. A, as a Max fan, I know what you're doing here and it's trying to... You've, <laughs> you've predicted Max to win too much and now you're seeing that there's failures no, like, already oh, no, creeping it's in. happening. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get Grace a new onesie quick. Yeah, you really do. Uh, but no, I think it's far too early to suggest Sergio Perez can, can challenge for the title. I think that he's going to have to show more pace just in general compared to Max he hasn't been that close at the start of this year realistically you look at the gap at Bahrain and and most of the weekend uh, currently in Saudi as well Max has been clear so it's going to require a lot of Max Verstappen uh, DNFs in order for for Checo I think to have have a chance but look the 23 and 0 season is in jeopardy already for Max Verstappen which is what some people including myself thought was possible uh, but two races in it's a problem already problems yeah it's, it's going to be fascinating to see what see what red bull do because they like i say they don't have that excuse anymore to be like oh well you know we've got to we've got to protect from the others and don't don't race each other or well they they probably would say don't race each other if it was perez catching max but if it's max catching perez max is not what going to want to be told no you're not allowed to pass him for the lead and equally i imagine red bull would not want to tell Max what's happened. No, you can't pass him for the lead. And um, yeah, it could, could be absolute fireworks if uh, those two are out in front and it's re- realistically the only thing that can stop them are each other. And the 13 cars between himself and Perez that he'll have to negotiate, uh, which uh, they won't disappear. Uh, so we'll see see how that goes. Uh, the likes of Fernando Alonso and, and Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. We'll talk about him and his amazing qualifying performance a little bit later. Question from the Castaway DC. I feel, to- well, actually, it's more of a comment. I feel Tommy needs to have about 10 more bad Verstappen incidents before he gets to Matt levels of despair. I would yeah. argue 10 more seasons of Verstappen <laughs> incidents uh, before he gets to my levels of despair. Um, yeah, it's it's going to require a crazy amount of stuff to happen in order for Verstappen not to win this title, in my opinion. Of course, there is the fact that I think I was hearing in the qualifying show that, or maybe it was practice actually, that uh, Aston Martin will have 40% more wind tunnel time than what Red Bull will have, uh, depend, considering obviously the penalty and, and where they finished in the championship as well. So that's a huge amount of wind tunnel time extra for Aston Martin, who have got it right at the start of this year. So as you can see, copium, but not for Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, they've got a huge amount of wind tunnel time, but also a huge amount to catch up because that Red Bull is scarily, uh, scarily fast. But yeah, it's... Um, I'll definitely be sweating more if if this happens a lot more. But at the moment, uh, I'm just one of these people, even as a Max fan, that, dare I say, welcome it because we've got a fascinating race tomorrow now because of it. God, just look at where you are right now. You welcome Verstappen problems because the especially if Fernando Alonso dive bombs at turn one and takes it's happening. It it has (laughs) to happen. It really does. 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated French Open in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May the 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Let's talk about Charles Leclerc very quickly. Of course, he has a penalty. Don't want to talk about it. Don't care. Um, but he had an amazing qualifying uh, to get within a tenth and a half of Perez. I've seen a few comments on Twitter saying, well, that would have been six tenths to pole had Verstappen actually taken part in the session. And that's a very fair point. But he was still half a second clear of signs, which is a gargantuan amount when you think that signs has been a lot closer uh, to Leclerc uh, in recent times. And, and especially in qualifying, he has been quite close uh, to the Monegasque. But an, a sensational performance from, from Charles Leclerc to stick at P2. It's going to be P12 for the race. Where can he end up? I'm not that hopeful, to be honest with you. The, the Ferrari definitely looks better in quali trim uh, than in race trim. And then probably the other way around when you look at the likes of Aston Martin, probably. So we'll see, but I'm not, I'm not really... I, I don't even know if a top five is possible for Leclerc when you actually look at the cars around them. Um, but we'll see. Let's keep, keep our hopes up, eh? <laughs> yeah, it was an unbelievable uh, lap, has to be said. He's the only one that's anywhere near a Red Bull, and then everyone else is, you know, nearly half a second back. So, incredible p- performance from him. But it's just a, a shame that he's uh, got that penalty because uh, I don't think they're gonna. We've talked about Max Verstappen and oh, he's gonna fly through the field, but I think it'd be a different story for uh, Leclerc because they don't look like they've got great straight line speed uh, and also we know i know it's not a huge tire uh painful track uh this one but uh, it's, you, you never trust ferrari in race pace can you compared to their their quality pace and charles absolutely owning science again is uh something i didn't expect i thought he'd i thought science would get his act together and so far it does look like we're kind of very much the same of what we had last year Absolutely. So Charles Leclerc out of position P12, Verstappen, of course, out of position 15th. I know that we asked Twitter and 65% said yes. Tommy, does Max Verstappen win tomorrow? No, I think because Perez is on pole uh, and how much better he is than 
everyone else and how much he just showed. I think by the time Max has got his way through the field, I think you're looking at it's. I think it's all going to come down to a safety car for Max, whether he he gets lucky with the timing and could could we have a a second year in a row where Perez gets pole and then gets screwed by a safety car. We'll see. Potentially, it's a very um, big risk of a safety car around uh, the Jeddah Corniche circuit. Um, let's talk about the man that will be starting on the front row of the grid, Fernando Alonso. P3, of course, in qualifying, but with Leclerc getting dropped down, he will start from P2. And I am absolutely here for a Fernando Alonso send express into turns one and two there is the you know there is a small chance of trying to do a ridiculous thing around the outside uh, unless you have max was happening in 2021 which was absolutely ridiculous on hamilton uh but i'd like to see alonso the only way he even remotely puts himself in the the equation of winning the race is by getting ahead of perez at the start and i think fernando's He'll, if he gets a remote, like if he gets any, if at the same start as Perez, he'll go for a move. I, I, I truly believe it. I don't think he will back out or think, okay, let's wait for DRS because realistically Perez is going to be gone and he'll have no DRS by lap three. Yeah, true. I'm very fascinated to see what is going to happen in Fernando Alonso's, I guess, season, if you like, that I guess he showed a few risky moves in, um, uh, Bahrain and just showing that he was loving life but he's now in a situation where if this was just a, a one-off for Aston Martin I'd say I think I think uh, when he uh, got on the front row didn't he in, in Canada last year for Alpine it was like well of course you know he's got to go for it, it might be the only chance he's ever going to get a, a win now and I'm not saying Fernando Alonso is going to win the championship here but maybe he is thinking more of the percentage game that he doesn't want to throw away points just in case Red Bulls keep breaking down. You, you you never know. So it's going to be fascinating, his mindset of whether he goes, no, I want to keep picking up points. A win will eventually come. I've got a very good car this year. Or if he goes, absolutely not. I'm sending it and I want to win. I've missed this. It's been 84 years and I need to get a win again. And just absolutely sends it. I'm hoping for the latter because that would make it a fascinating race. It would, um, yeah. I don't think I don't think it would do a crazy move because, as you say, it won't risk everything. For no, him, no, no. And he, you know, he's picked up a podium in Bahrain. Very good opportunity to get another podium tomorrow, um, and maybe as well, just purely from the pace differential, maybe that will be, you know, with all of his experience and all of his years, maybe he may think actually it's not really worth the risk because Remember Perez is just going to come. Perez is starting Bahrain. Tommy, Ooh. are you going to be dropping some seasoning on the on the P1 <laughs> shop or something? Because uh, not that we have a P1 shop, but you're dropping spice all over. I'm just jinxing a really boring race now, aren't I? I'm sorry. You really are. Yeah, just be careful. With great power comes great responsibility. Next question. Game changer underscore 08. Do you think Aston Martin has the race pace to compete with Red Bull tomorrow? What are the chances for Alonso to win tomorrow? Zero percent unless Perez ends up in the wall. And even then Verstappen, I think, would win if Perez ends up in the wall. So but if both Red Bulls have a problem, Alonso could win. Yes, but I don't see them being anywhere near in terms of race pace. No, he's definitely best of the rest after... Best of the rest being the one team that are miles clear. But um, the Aston Martin looked great in Bahrain, looks great here as well. It doesn't look on Red Bull's level, but now he's in a situation where he's going to start 
P2 because of Leclerc's penalty and he doesn't have to negotiate all the traffic. The Aston looked great on its tyres in, in Bahrain as well. So I think I think he's on for a, an easy podium, but he is going to need the uh, the Red Bulls to, to retire if he's going to get that win that, like you said, in, the, uh, in yesterday's one, Garage 33 and uh, the 33rd win. Please happen. I mean, starting on the it's a it's a it's a it's a chance, but it's a very small, slim chance, and needs some crazy things to happen. Yeah. Next up, let's talk about George Russell, shall we? Let's go away from the Fernando Alonso hype train to a slight choo-choo from George Russell as well. You'd have to say, great lap, nearly four tenths clear of Hamilton, uh, and we'll start P three uh, after qualifying fourth today. It came out of nowhere, really, Russell. I thought that was a a brilliant lap from him. Uh, he was just under six tenths behind Sergio Perez, which is not a bad effort uh, for the Mercedes crew and really has a, a good opportunity potentially to challenge Aston Martin tomorrow for a podium. Um, you, you'd expect, of course, Verstappen to finish second at the at the li- sort of worst uh, but come the end of the race, unless, unless he has any problems coming through the field. But that P3 spot, I think, is very much up for grabs with the likes of Alonso, Russell, Sainz, Stroll in there as well. Uh, it could be a, again, ignore Red Bull exist. We've got an absolute worldie on our hands. We have. If you look at the the gap between the guys that are going to be at the front, so Alonso, Russell, Sainz, Stroll, Ocon, Hamilton, uh, it's very close between all of them. So it's going to be fascinating for that for that final potentially final podium spot uh or or fourth if you uh if we end up having another two red bulls and alonso on the podium but yeah russell great performance and has to be said miles clear of of hamilton uh it's no mean feat to be four tenths clear of lewis hamilton i can see the the british tabloid newspapers going oh hamilton what like hamilton in the mud lost Angela and now he's four tenths off his teammate what's gone wrong he's off to Ferrari here we go um <laughs> so yeah uh, we'll see if Hamilton picks up the pace but Hamilton had a bit of a nightmare here last year but I don't think Russell's ruined my prediction here that uh, Mercedes were going to be the biggest flop because uh he's done very well and he's going to be starting third so I can't I'll good job George you've ruined it you've ruined it thanks George. <laughs> you're ruining it enjoy uh, the p3 another driver Another driver who did incredibly well was Oscar Piastri. He will start from eighth tomorrow after Charles Leclerc's penalty, which is a fantastic job from him. His teammate made a mistake in Q1, Lando. He will start 19th. Uh, but but Oscar Piastri, look, we said it already. I didn't think it would come this quickly, especially at a track such as Saudi that needs some serious minerals and kahunas in order to get around that track with with confidence uh, and he's done an amazing job managing to just about scrape through to q3 beat pierre gasly as well uh, in that final session and i think he can be very proud he almost actually outqualified hamilton he was only two hundredths away from getting ahead of hamilton as well which would have been even more sensational but oscar can take a huge amount of confidence and, and happiness from from this to know that Actually, yeah, I can mix it with the big boys. And it, I think it's already starting to silence some critics that he was not going to get anywhere near uh, Lando Norris. He needs he needed a bit of time. Bahrain didn't go great, but then he had problems as well. But this, the first time he's had a clean, trouble-free sort of session and, and weekend, it's gone, it's gone really well. 
he'd have absolutely taken PA. I mean, it was only yesterday we were talking about, oh, what, how much he's going to regret not going to, to Alpine and he's beaten one of them. So, uh, yeah, fair play to him. It was a great lap. Uh, and also him. as well, probably worth clarifying because some people have, have picked up on this that we've kind of painted the picture that he had the choice between Alpine and McLaren when realistically the Alpine seat wasn't actually up for grabs until Alonso jogged on. So all he had yeah, yeah, for true. a race seat was McLaren or Williams, I think it was. So just wanted to clear that up because I guess we hadn't we hadn't fully... Yeah, it was more the fact that he was sick of waiting essentially for Alpine and thought, I'm never going to get promoted here if they're still going to stick with Alonso and Ocon. So yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, fair play Piastri. Um, I would put put him right up there in one of the, as one of the stars of qualifying. I think him and him and Charles for me, probably the two, the two stars of quality. So uh, yeah, great. Just a confidence boost um, because I think a lot of people would have thought that Piastri, after Daniel Ricciardo's struggles, that Piastri would be the one putting it in the wall, getting knocked out uh, in Q1, uh, and Lando being up there in in eighth. But it's the other way around. So, uh, very, very uh, well done to to Piastri, and fingers crossed he has a good race as well. So shall we reflect very quickly uh, on our predictions um, coming into this Grand Prix weekend? He didn't put it in the sheet, but I remembered. Okay. Uh, was uh, So my biggest good surprise was Charles Leclerc, which I think actually, if he has a good race, there, there, oh, there could be some arguments to say that that's a good surprise. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, mean, I, I think I think after after Friday, yeah, if yeah. you just said that he was second, I think that's a pretty good surprise. Why am I why am I talking up a point for you here? I don't know why. Do it. Um, Keep going. <laughs> um, Yours was Ocon. Yeah, which annoyingly I just scrolled up and uh, in the sheet, and there's still the the uh, FP two classification, and I thought Ocon was fourth, and then I realised <laughs> that that wasn't. <laughs> that was no, not that's the, not it. Mate. Don't, don't get too but, excited. No, unfortunately. Oh wait, didn't I even say? Oh, I'm not going to give him a point if he's seventh. <laughs> and he's seventh. <laughs> yes. And then you even said, "Oh, he's definitely going to be seventh now." <laughs> oh, it's say. fine. The race hasn't happened yet. We'll yeah, see. We'll true. see. We'll but, see. Um, okay. Uh, biggest flop. I said Logan Sargent, and I think yeah. I've almost earned this because he was thirty nine point eight seconds off of the fastest Q one time, which had he had some mistakes. Well. Like you know, he's it. Just saying. Uh, yours was Mercedes, and that's not mm. really happening. Yeah. Pole position. I've co- I wasn't far oh, off a Charles Leclerc pole. Than which, I was. Jeez, yeah. Because your your where's your pole position prediction starting? Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting sassy yours about 12, it because so, realistically, well, yeah. And also, <laughs> yours is going to finish higher than mine. Uh, my top three was Perez Leclerc. Well, sorry, Verstappen Leclerc Perez as first, second, third. Which I don't think that's going to happen somehow unless something ridiculous happens. Hmm. I went for science, did I? I'm trying to remember, remember now. You don't I remember? think it was science. Science. No, you went for Perez, no, no, no. Go first, second, third. That's confusing. Sorry. Yeah, that's so very Ma- yeah, confusing. Max, I was reading it as as we yeah, went. Yeah. And, sorry. Uh, so yeah, Max Stappen first, Perez second, uh, and, and then third, I, yeah. I went for science because I thought that Leclerc would get that penalty, which he did. But how far science is off? I wouldn't be surprised if Leclerc beats him in the race. To be honest. <laughs> 
We will see. And then the one crazy prediction, uh, mine was uh, there'll be no safety cars cars, and yours was double Williams points. So let's see if either of those happens. Yours looks horrendous right now. But that is it. Tommy, what's your final thoughts? I I thought I'd ask you what your final thoughts are now before you say something. Then I say final thoughts and then you don't have anything to say. So whatever you're about to say, use that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, And I will use those final thoughts to say that I kind of need your prediction to be wrong for mine to be right because Williams are going to have to rely on safety cars and things. So, uh, a lot of them. You, you don't want to see safety cars as like, oh, well, you do as long as everyone's uh, okay because okay, it's yeah, a sketchy circuit. But um, yeah, uh, right, even if there's no safety cars, we've got Charles Leclerc in 12th, Max Verstappen in 15th. So it should be a good race. Hell yeah. Tommy's teed it up beautifully, and I'm going to hit it straight out of the park. Come join us, Matt P1 Tommy, tomorrow for our watch-along, which will be very, very exciting. Can't wait to see how Max Verstappen manages to win from 15th, and you can see my pain (laughs) as Charles Leclerc maybe has a problem with his car. But until then... We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching on YouTube or if you're listening uh, on audio. Lots of love. Thank you so much for the support as always. And we will see you tomorrow for more reflection. The funniest tweets, of course, will be coming out as well as our podcast. And oh my goodness me, it's content galore. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.